Welcome to One Tired Teacher, Episode 145, Five Strategic Steps to Teaching STEM Throughout the School Year. <clears throat> so today, we are going to talk about five steps that are going to help you teach STEM throughout your entire school year. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so I'm still sick. <laughs> it has felt like, I don't know, forever. It's definitely been two weeks. So you'll have to excuse my raspy voice, but I'm I'm doing the best I can. I'm getting better. I'm finally getting better, but I'm still like it's it's still pretty rough. Like it's it's hard. So I apologize if I'm not my normal self. And yeah, okay. So let's talk about some strategic steps to planning STEM throughout the year. First of all, you may have just experienced STEM stravaganza, STEM stravaganza, I say it wrong all the time, fall STEM stravaganza. And it was a collaboration of STEM educators and content creators who got together and we decided that we were going to have some live panels and we were going to offer some goodies, a bonus, like big bonus package that was really cool, like $90 worth of resources in a variety of different grade levels. So hopefully there was something for everyone. And it was pretty amazing. And then on top of that, we had some dollar deals and some sales. And it was just it was it was spectacular. Actually, I hosted a panel on Makerspace, you can still access all of this, all this good, all the goodies, you can still access it until the end of this month until the end of September. So if you are interested, then you can hop on over to Fall STEM Stravaganza. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. I don't have an easy to remember link. It's kind of long. So I will link to that in the show notes and you can you can find it. But it's really cool. And it was such a fun thing to be a part of. I really have no idea how I got through the panel on Monday night. But I was I was pretty motivated because of the feedback that we were getting during the panel. All of you that showed up and people that were asking questions and then you know, I posted it in Makerspace Thinking and Learning and people asked questions there and people asked questions on Instagram. And so I just took all those and that that really motivated me and inspired me. And so thank you. If you were there, thank you. I'm glad. I hope it was I hope it was worthwhile and that you enjoyed it. I know I had to sleep for like forever the next day <laughs> because I was so tired. But you know, that's how it goes. All right. So it was simply amazing. We're going to move on. If you are, if you missed it, then you got to try to find it from this, this past week and you can watch the replay and you can look, be on the lookout for if we do that again. I know that we will have another STEM con in 2022. So be on the lookout for that. And if you're thinking, how did I miss these things? If you're on my email list, you wouldn't miss it, I would tell you I would let you know. And an easy the easiest way to get on my email list is to just hop on over to Trina Debris teaching and learning.com. And if you just wait a few seconds, a pop up will come up and offer you a freebie, I will offer you a um, 
a what is science like it's a it's a reading comprehension and passages and questions and a bonus science experiment and so you can grab that for free and all you have to do is just put your name your first name and your email and you'll be on the list and then you won't miss anything you will miss you will not miss any goodies or any sales or information or any of that so i hope that you will join me on trina debris teaching and learning.com all right <clears throat> so my goodness gracious, <laughs> I feel like I've run a marathon and we're only at the beginning. So let's talk about strategic steps to teaching STEM. So step number one, this is the first thing that you do. You lay out your standards and your roadmaps. Now you're going to want to have your science and engineering standards handy, as well as math, your math standards, your informational text standards. And yes, I like to include those because I am very strategic about how and when I cover STEM. I know if I use my reading block, I'm going to be able to get to hands-on activities during what might be considered my science block. And I want my kids to have these experiences. And it's really important. And I know there's a lot of reading and writing that goes on in, in STEM. And the, the whole idea of STEM is not to teach things in isolation. It's to integrate, you know, this transcurricular type of thinking and really integrate all the parts of it and that that can be done in other times of the day. So I think that that that's an important thing to remember. All right, so that's step number one. Then strategic step number two, using your curriculum map as a guide, think about what types of units you could create to cover your standards. So if you're struggling with this, I'm going to link to my free STEM pacing guide. And it's also a week the first week of school, basically, which you might be passed, but it's a week of lesson plans and activities that help guide you. So this pacing guide was created for the entire year of second grade, but it's a good place to start. And it will at least allow you to think about how you might lay out your standards for your grade level. It's it really is a great place to start. So I will link to that in the show notes as well. And all right, so you may also want to pause this audio and grab that guide so that you can follow along. And I'll be sending this guide out to my email list this week. Oh, I'm going to be sending out my, that guide to, to my email list this week. So if you're on my email list, you're gonna, you're gonna get it, I need to write myself a note because I probably would have forgotten to do that. So if I don't do that, reach out to me. Remind me, tell me, hey, Trina, you talked about it on the podcast. Where's my STEM, my STEM guide? I got to add that to email. All right. <laughs> so this is, is, a, um, is a great thing to help you, to help guide you. So if you are multitasking or you're driving, no worries. You can download it. Um, you can download it this week and don't, you don't have to, to worry about that. So here are the units that I have included for second grade. I'm going to tell you those so that you can kind of get a, a think that you can start thinking about how maybe you would put your units together. So for quarter one, I focus on really the, oh, like a whole unit and then part of a unit that ends up running into quarter um, two. And the first one is engineering and science practices, which will cover defining and delimiting 
engineering problems and scientific thinking. So we do a lot of work around that. There's a lot of great books that you can integrate into this kind of unit as well. I like to start with like Iggy Peck Architect and Ava, Ada Twist Scientist and all those Andrea Beatty books. I think those are really fun. And also I love the Kobe Yamada books. Like what do you do with a problem? What do you do with an idea? What do you do with a chance? Those are really powerful books to use in that kind of unit as well. Unit two also starts in unit in quarter one. So you're you're spending time probably about the first several weeks on that first unit, and then you're really diving in to unit two, which is structure and properties of matter. And this is a really heavy content, you know, pa- content packed unit, especially if you are following the next generation science standards, which is how I came up with this idea in the first place, looking at those standards, looking at the pacing guide and thinking about what would make sense. I like to do matter in the this time of year, like close to October, because I have a really fun Halloween matter unit that is filled with hands on activities that uses like how Halloween ooey gooey, you know, like when we're looking at solids, liquids and gases, and we're looking at ooey gooey green goo, and then like spaghetti like brains, and that's a solid and it's just fun. It's really fun. And I, I, I have this same unit in a Christmas theme as well. So if you got pushed to December, like that can be really fun too. And I'll link to both of these in the show notes, because they're like, I had so much fun doing this. I, I don't think I ever did the Halloween when I made that after I had left the classroom. But I did do the the Christmas one, the Christmas unit, and my kids loved it. They had so much fun. They learned so much about states of matter. And, um, and changing matter, you know, matter changing um, properties. And oh, it's just really just so fun. And the Halloween one, <clears throat> I ended up making later because I thought that we you might have to teach matter before December. Anyway, all right, so then moving on to unit three, which begins like at the later part of quarter two, and it continues into quarter three. And this is unit is Earth's systems, processes, processes that shape the earth. And this is a great time to look at rocks and soil and landforms and more. And then finally, unit four finishes quarter three and takes you all the way through quarter four. And unit four is interdependent relationships in ecosystems, otherwise known as living and non-living things, habitats, um, producers, life cycles, and relationships and ecosystems. And just in time for spring, I like to do things that make sense to what's going on for kids, which is one of the reasons that I chose matter for the beginning because I thought it was fun in in October and then another reason to do like life cycles and habitats in the spring is because you can be outside in a lot of places and I think we have to take advantage of those of the calendar we really need to help take advantage of that kind of stuff it makes it more meaningful for kids and it really helps all right Strategic step number three is integrating your informational text standards. Now, this is essential to planning STEM in the elementary classroom. If not, we don't have enough time, especially, well, I think we don't have enough time in most grades. I know that I felt really rushed for time, especially in the content areas when I was teaching second grade and when I was teaching first grade, because I felt like the that they, they had to learn how to read. And then obviously they have to learn how to add and subtract and, you know, number sense and all that. And so I, I struggled with getting everything in. That's why it's so important to integrate 
and to instead of having like random pieces of nonfiction, you're actually picking specific content that matches the standards that you need to teach. If you have to teach about things that live on land and things that live in the water, then it's, you know, you can read books about habitats, you can read books about living things and non-living things, and you don't have to read just a random thing about I don't know, simple machines. So <laughs> so it's just something to think about because it makes your life so much easier and it it makes it more, you know, t- makes you take better advantage of your time. So what I do is I take the informational text standards and I focus on what is required according to like your county pacing guide. And I use these to teach the information in my STEM units. And so that, um, that helps, you know, make sure that you that you have those covered in your STEM units. I have all of this broken down for you in the my in my full STEM units of study that you can find on my shop on TPT. I also have included excellent literature to use in each unit as well as written some original text passages um, and reading and little reader supplements that I couldn't find. So I wrote them myself and that those are also included in that bundle. There are titles such as Matter Matter Everywhere and Earth's Materials and more. So it's there's a lot of, um, of stuff in there that, that makes it easy to cover mul- a multitude of disciplines. Strategic step number four integrates math that makes sense. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky because, and I don't mean to say as, as opposed to math, that's confusing. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's like fo- if you're focusing, if you're currently supposed to be teaching, let's say double digit addition and subtraction, and you're in the middle of your rocks and soil unit, it doesn't mean that you're going to just make up pro- problems that have to do with rocks and use addition and subtraction. To, to teach it that that's that can be like a thematic way of teaching and 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 maybe there's a little bit of that that makes sense but what it really is talking about is integrating math that makes sense for what you are teaching so in this case that might be more like measurement and it might be you know the, the weight of something or the length of a rock and so that is how it's a naturally integrating math or you know creating tables and charts and and looking at data. So that is what it means when it's talking about integrating math, not just throw in the math that you're doing currently and try to make sense of it. So <laughs> we want it to be purposeful and naturally and and not like theme related. Like it, it, if that makes sense. I remember when I first started teaching and we would do these units. This is so long ago. We would do these units on like bears and then everything was bears, bear math and bear stories and bear writing. And it was like that, it, that's not what STEM is trying to, to, to teach us. It's not trying to make us like make things have a, a stretch, stretch it and like have, okay, well, you're going to do some word problems on rocks. <laughs> that's not, that's not what they mean. So hopefully I'm making sense and you understand what I'm saying. All right. And finally, strategic step number five, have a list of technology that can enhance learning. Don't just have technology just to have technology. Like that's another thing. We're not just throwing it in there to say that we're integrating technology. We actually want to do something that's going to have a meaningful outcome or it's going to, it's going to cause, you know, help us be more purposeful in teaching about rocks and soil or whatever your particular 
topic is. And here are a few examples that I think can be meaningful in any unit of study. And that's something like a learning management system, an LMS. And that, an, an example of an LMS, which a lot of us know what those are now that we've had you know, taught online, we're talking about Schoology. And it's like a place where you house assignments and you allow kids to meet collaboratively online. And, um, you know, Google Classroom is another example. Edmodo, those kinds of things are great places to put content and allow students to have interactions online that make it more meaningful. Um, I also love things like Flipgrid to demonstrate understanding. And I love to find videos that enhance concepts, for example. When I created my units, I found things like, you know, Google Earth, we were going to use this during unit three, Earth materials. This is meaningful and it makes sense. There are videos on like states of matter and, and so much more. So we don't want to find something that just kind of loosely aligns. We want it to like enhance the learning. So there you have it, a strategic plan to get you through a year of STEM. Now keep in mind that if you utilize your reading block for your ELA elements and you get to your hands-on things, like you can do your makerspace challenges or your STEM challenges and you can get to all those things. You just got to use all parts of your day. And since you're teaching all parts, all different subjects as well together, then, then you should be able to find some time. All right, have a great year in STEM. This one tired teacher is going to try to get some rest. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. <laughs>